All right, ladies and gentlemen, I feel like my gain's too high. I should have done all of that before I clicked the record button so that none of you <laughs> fine folks would see this. Welcome back to another episode of Let's Get Trashed, the leading film criticism podcast. <laughs> uh, yeah, that makes sense. In in the metaverse? In North America. In North America. <laughs> no, I'm kicking it old school. This is a North America podcast. Yeah, dude. Um, although at the time you're viewing this, I'm not in North America. Uh, I'm actually at an undisclosed location. So, um, are you in San Gennard? I'm. Yeah, I'm at the San Gennaro. <laughs> at the time you're watching this, I'm at the San Gennaro feast. Okay, but that is in that's in uh, September. So, I am in. I'm. In, it's always San Gennaro in the metaverse. Oh, that makes sense. Um, once again. Welcome to Let's Get Trashed. This is my wonderful uh, friend and guest co-host, Jimmy D. How's it going? Sleepy Cowboy TX on Instagram. Follow him. And um, if you're a fan or a friend of Jimmy's, and if you're a fan or friend of mine, please share this podcast and do something, you know, help help me out. Because uh, I've put a, you know, I've decided to do this instead of open a 401k. <laughs> so I, I think my my podcast riches are my only hope at success. I will say I was uh, when I listened to uh, a few episodes of the podcast because I was like, oh, I'll, I need to at least listen to one before I co-host. It was kind of fun listening to a podcast about a movie that I had seen, um, mm-hmm. and feeling like you were almost a part of a conversation and sort of like working through it a little bit and, and thinking like, oh yeah, that was a silly thing that happens. So, I don't know. People should definitely share it. Well, thank you. Your, your insights are very funny. Yeah. Thank you. You're. I think you're very popular because I just was uploading. Um, I had a nightmare of a time trying to upload a recent episode to YouTube. Not not YouTube's fault. It was entirely my fault. It's a nightmare of. T- it's a nightmare of a time being me and yeah. having to not understand as much as I don't understand. But looking through the analytics, uh, we have a lot of views. I mean. Uh, I have dozens of views on YouTube for the episode you did, so I'm pretty sure you've got fans, Jimmy. I hope so. I hope I hope that I at least have a dozen that I can bring a dozen to the table. Yeah, I think you brought a two dozen. dozen. If I could bring two dozen, we're we're already killing it. The people I know in my life that tell me they listen to this, listen to it on like Spotify or podcast, Apple Podcasts or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> my YouTube following hasn't happened yet. Um. Which is fine. Listen, consume it however you like. Um, either way, today, ladies and gentlemen, we are talking about the new A24 horror movie out in theaters currently called Men. Absolutely insane. Dun, dun, dun. An insane movie. Yeah. yeah. It's, I saw a lot of, I saw several movies recently. I, I mean, I watch a ton of movies all the time, but I saw uh, I saw Men and I saw Top Gun like in the same week. Maybe a third one too. I might have gone to the movies another time, but I can't remember what it was. But Men was a standout. Actually, no. Uh, uh, there is a forthcoming Top Gun episode sometime. I hope. I don't know when, but. Spoiler alert! It's the best movie ever. Go see it. The people are gonna want to hear that episode. We're gonna have you. Yeah, have you seen it? 
No, I have not seen right. it. Uh, I would like to see it. Uh, well, I want to see should, Tom Cruise flying planes. And it. Uh, it rules. Yeah, it's amazing. I, I, I probably could do... I already spent an hour and a half on the phone convincing my mother to go see it. Um, so and it, it, I've been telling everybody it's great. But this is not about Top Gun. That is a forthcoming episode. 100% for sure I'm going to do an episode on that. In the meantime... We're going to talk about Alex Garland's Men, which I've never, I'm, I'm unfamiliar with Alex Garland as a director. I don't know who he is. I've never seen any of his other work, I don't believe. Um, um, I, I don't know that I have either. And uh, that's kind of why I like this, being able to look this shit up. Because yeah. it's funny when like, like the funniest thing is like that, uh, what's his goddamn name? The guy that did uh, The Village. Like, Shyamalan. Yeah, Shyamalan also wrote and directed Stuart Little. So, like, sometimes he yeah, has a director. Did you know that? The Mouse movie? Yeah. I never saw that movie, but... Yeah, dude. So it's I didn't know he did like, that. See, okay, well, this director... He did one about that. He did one about that boy that does karate. Um, It was, like, a popular cartoon that he turned into, like, a movie, but everybody hated okay. it. Oh, you're talking about Avatar. That okay, boy that, that did called? karate. Yeah, yeah, it's called Avatar. Yeah, it's about uh, a boy that does karate. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah dude, he does like magic karate. Uh, there you go. Okay, so this director did Ex Machina, and I'm still not still not sure if that's how you say it, but that's mm. a great movie. Uh, Ex Machina, the, yeah, yeah, that's the first uh, movie that uh, I've never seen that movie. It's it's okay, he, he, but he's got some hitters, man. It makes sense that he might have done a movie like this. He's got okay. he's actually directed apparently quite a bit. Good for him. Yeah, good proud, for him. Proud of you, boy. I'm very proud of him. Uh, so I've I, as much as I love a twenty four, in general, I'm not a horror fan. Same. I'm what I'm what, on the streets you might call, a scaredy cat. <laughs> cool. <laughs> uh, no, that's not it. I'm cool and I'm tough. Yeah. Don't think don't think you can't don't think you could fight me because I would fight you. Yeah, but, you have a hard exterior. Yeah, I'm a I'm everybody everybody that knows me knows that I'm the toughest guy in any room. Yeah. But what you might not know, wear like is a that leather jacket love, like everywhere. Yeah, even in the summer. Yeah, you're just like. Um, what you might not know about me is that I don't love horror movies in general. I like some really good ones. Obviously, I love like The Shining is probably my favorite. Sure. I mean, it's one of the best movies ever. Plus, it's one of my favorite horror movies. Um, I'm just not big into the genre. I think, in general, a lot of horror stuff is very, you know, I mean, not that it's supposed to be deep, but it's very shallow. Sure. And it's very, it's trying to get, it's trying to elicit, like, some sort of reaction or something, which is great, and it does a good job. It's it's more theme parky. Sure. Yeah, I'd rather do, idea. you know, um, it, if if your movie is like a haunted house where you just have like stuff jumping out, I I, I get or something. Yeah. I understand the thrill of that, but as a film, I just don't love it. I don't go back thinking about the story of like, you know, damn. Yeah. You know, what was your favorite part of that movie? Oh, when the skeleton fell from the ceiling. It's just like that's not a that's not a plot point in most uh, of the yeah. time. So yeah, gonna... we might be similar in that regard, actually, because I like I actually I mentioned the village earlier, but that's one uh -huh. that I really like that has a horror vibe to it or uh, even village. signs, you know, oh. it has some jump scares. But are you not in into those or I don't I don't like I mean, other than 
other than uh, Sixth Sense and maybe Dude, Unbreakable. When's the last time you watched The Village? It's very good. I've never really seen it. Okay. I've seen I've seen enough okay. of it to know I don't I don't like Shyamalan in general. I think I okay. mean I think he had his, I, his I think he had one so good hit or miss. He had there it's miss. <laughs> it's Dude. miss or miss. He had one big hit early on, and we keep about? we keep waiting Science for him. What? Yep, you're nailing it. That's cool. a, you're making my point. He had he he came out of the gate. With uh, well, maybe maybe Unbreakable was before Sixth Sense, but I don't think that many people saw Unbreakable. Uh, but Unbreakable's fine. It's an interesting like superhero thing. It's not great, but it's good. I like Unbreakable. Sixth Sense is a masterpiece, and he cursed himself by doing that first. He should have done that second. Yeah, but he did that first, and everybody was like, "Damn!" See, Tarantino out the gate did Reservoir Dogs, and yeah. he's been like. He's been bigger and better every single time, and not not in the sense that like, not in the sense that every movie he's made after that is better than Reservoir Dogs. Although you know most of them probably are, but he's delivered and he's done something like new and crazy and everything we love. You know, people just he's gotten he's gotten better. After Signs, by the time The Village came out, oh my god! Did you know that they actually? They all they live in a they they live fucking a hundred yards away from I ninety five in upstate New in York. Village. Yeah, it's like yeah, you know it. It just once you have that as your big reveal, like oh, this sucks. This you know, I was totally hooked by it. I was like, well, I never would have saw that coming, but I'm a dummy, so maybe it was. <laughs> I was, and also I will he did, say he became the twist guy. Well, it's the twist, yes, but the love story is what I, I'm really into the, the village for. Uh, I thought it was like there's like some romantic situations happening that I thought were like very well placed and cool in like a horror type of situation. But I, I could talk about the village for a while. I also want to see a, I want to see less of Joaquin Phoenix. What? You're in, wrong. In in almost every. You know, what? I, he sh I, less of him. Less of you know. L less of that. I don't think he's oversaturated. Like what do no, you mean? I I I just I less. I don't oh, mean I don't some... mean I don't mean there's I don't mean he's like. He's not too, too much. much. Yeah, it's yeah, yeah. less. Okay. Even no matter what it is, he needs to be. He needs to do Daniel Day Lewis. I'll be fine if he makes a movie once every ten years, <laughs> like like okay. like Daniel Day Lewis. Yeah. But I don't know. Joaquin Phoenix. Think I don't know. I just don't like him. I okay. can't think of. I can't think of a thing other than like Gladiator. I can't think of a he thing. Does I, this. Yeah, I mean he was like he was he good. He was good as like not the main character. Uh huh. Even you know he was Joker was. I mean the whole Joker was not great. I didn't think. Um, and he you know definitely too much of his face. Uh, but also like I don't know he's playing the the new Ridley Scott movie. He's he's playing Napoleon. So I got to watch this asshole for three fucking hours. In a you know. With frilly frills on his shoulder, like I just you know, in a weird hat. I just don't want to do that. Sure, okay. His, he he his, his, he bugs me. Yeah. Did you see her? You would hate that movie. I have not seen it. I you do, would hate it. I do think that's a movie I would hate. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I'm kind of a Joaquin Phoenix simp. I haven't seen everything really? he's done. Oh yeah, big time. But uh, 
I, I feel like when there's some actors that really like draw me in and I mm-hmm. really, really like make the character like not not the actor somehow. And he I feel like he's really good at that. But yeah, I'm not maybe even that's just he's... bad, like a bad role. I don't know. I just don't. You know, choice what? Or something. I don't know. do you ever do you ever just meet somebody and you instantly don't like them because of their <laughs> face? Is it because he has uh, a cleft? No, nope, it's not anchor. that. It's not that's that. That's why. That's why you don't like it's it. It's not that. It's yeah, not that's that. It listeners, <laughs> listeners, it's not that. It's not what Jimmy said. I'm going to cancel you, dude. That's fucked up. I would <laughs> never. I would never not like somebody for that reason. Yeah. Although. You think he should be a it, villain. Although it doesn't help. It should. Right. He should be a villain. Yeah, you think he should be a villain. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I don't know. Again, I can't put my finger on it, but there's something about him that's just too... I mean, that's enough, you know? I yeah. mean, uh, I don't know. What, what's an actor that's in most things that you are like, I can't wait to see this. He's usually good. Oh, I've got two. I, I Long-time listeners of this podcast will know that your boy, Nikki Taz, I am... I don't know the difference. I don't know enough about stocks to know which one... If, I don't know if Bear is good or Bull is good, but uh-huh. whatever... I'm buying stock in Timothy Chalamet. Oh yeah, yeah, you did. This like fucking kid uh-huh. makes baller. He makes great movies. He makes yep. great decisions, and he's great in every one. He's the new Leonardo Leonardo yeah. DiCaprio, yeah. who DiCaprio is good in everything. Maybe not even amazing in everything, but he's good in everything. He's different, and yep. he only makes movies that are good. Sure, DiCaprio has not. To my knowledge, I still there's a couple I haven't seen, but DiCaprio has not made one piece of shit yet. I just like watched Blood dog shit. Yeah. I just watched Blood Diamond, and people hate DiCaprio and Blood Diamond because they don't like his uh, Rhodesian accent. Okay. But I thought it was fine because I don't know a single Rhodesian, so I don't have anything to compare it to. Neither do I. Yeah, so I thought he was great, and he's awesome. And the movie is awesome. The movie is so good. So DiCaprio is a dude that. Thus far, DiCaprio's never put a cape on. Yeah. He's never put a cape on. He's only making good shit. So far, I haven't seen a single Timothy Chalamet film that wasn't like, this kid is awesome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and this movie's really good. Like, he only wants to do good stuff. Even the blockbusters he does. Dune, long-time listeners have heard this all before. Dune's great, yeah. Dune is not, you know... Um, Dune is a big sci-fi epic. It's it's mm-hmm. certainly not like you know, certainly not Lady Bird or uh, or you know, Rainy Day in New York. It's certainly not some like drama or comedy or anything like that where he really sure. has a chance to act. But as a sci-fi epic, it's beautiful. It's well done. It's intentional. Um, and he's great in it. And and the movie's really good. So that's almost like a thing of if he's doing it, I'll I'll trust that it's good. Yeah. Because I don't think he's, I think he's trying to only be in shit that matters. Um, because he could do, you know, Leonardo DiCaprio could have been Matthew McConaughey with you know, the with the whole romantic. He could have made he could have made fifteen million dollars a movie, mm-hmm. being the generation below McConaughey of the hottest guy in Hollywood, uh, making making. You know, sexy movies with whoever his contemporaries were. You know, yeah. both of the Jessicas and uh, uh, 
you know, whoever else is like, you know, what, uh, whoever else is his age, but he didn't, he turned all that down and he made like artistic stuff, even if it was popular. I fuck with that. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Joaquin Phoenix to me is too much like Sean Penn. Like he's crazy. Like, yeah, he's crazy. I think that's why I like him. Like he seems like insane. Like if you were his friend, like he would, uh, have weird quirks and kind of be mean to you at times that would confuse you, but you'd still be his friend for some reason. Like he seems like that kind of crazy. Like he would have like, like he'd be mean to waiters, but only like one out of three times. Like just kind of hard that's to predict. So funny. He seems like, like you know what I mean? mean to waiters. That's yeah. Actually, yeah, I do. I you, <laughs> you know what? Yeah, Jimmy, I know exactly what you mean. He's just a little, just a Every, little crazy. Everybody little, listening you know. knows exactly what you mean. Yeah, that's a great. That really hit. That really hits. <laughs> um, Walking Phoenix is not in this movie. He's nowhere near this movie. Yeah, uh, he's, he's nowhere. This, by movie this movie, I mean Alex Garland's Men, uh, yeah, distributed by A twenty four, starring. Uh, a lovely, talented young woman named Jesse Buckley as our lead. Love that name. Yeah, she's and she was very good. She was very good in the movie. She's great. Je- Jesse Buckley, and then Rory Kinnear is our male lead. Huge fucking fan of this guy because of this film. No, actually, I saw Just him in general. In general, huge fan of this guy. He's on the up and up, dude. For me, okay. Anyway. Yeah, I've never seen. I don't think I've seen him in anything else. You know what's funny? I watched this movie with Rory Kinnear, and I uh, that made me think of Greg Kinnear. I don't. They're not related. Yeah. But I went to go watch. Um, I came home and watched Ghost Town for like the hundredth time with Greg Kinnear. Ghost Town. That's a that's a really good movie. Mom, watch Ghost Town. You'll like it. Mom, watch Ghost Town. Um. Anyway. So, Jesse Buckley playing Harper, she is she got herself an Airbnb out in the country. Yep. She rented herself a nice little nice little Airbnb out in the British countryside. She's she's going to get away from it all, take a take a weekend. This is a self-care weekend. You yeah. go, girl, cuz she's had a rough time. So she's yeah. going out to take care of herself. Um <clears throat> She's had a rough time, as we see in uh, uh, in intermittent intermittent flashbacks. We see we've we we see she's had a rough time because while her and her husband were arguing and fighting about getting a divorce, he during the middle of this argument he committed suicide. Yeah, her husband James. Um. <clears throat> And this he, is revealed pretty on pretty early on, so I don't think that's like a spoiler or anything. No, this is in the trailer. Yeah, that's just yeah. Kind of this plot. is in the trailer. This is not a spoiler. So her, uh, James commits suicide, even though Harper was soon to divorce him. Um, obviously she still didn't want him to kill himself. Uh, and it's naturally, as we as you would assume, it was a very traumatizing experience, and nothing heals a traumatizing experience like a good weekend in the country (laughs) yeah an airbnb alone in the country yeah airbnb and tell you what airbnb if you're listening i'll go back and digitally i'll re-edit all of this 
I'll overdub my voice saying VRBO if you pay me ten thousand dollars. That's doable. That's yeah. a, that's a reasonable. You pay sign, me ten thousand dollars. I'm gonna re-edit this all to say VRBO. But until you do that, I'm saying Airbnb. Yeah. And the same offer applies to VRBO, but I doubt you even have ten thousand fucking dollars. So our loyalty can be bought. Yeah. I'll I'll re-edit this to say whatever you want. I'll say you know. Um, I'll I'll change it to your ex's house if you give Dude, me a hundred dollars. Disney gives you one million dollars, and to you have to them. promote every movie. You have to promote it f- at least five times, five thirty second snippets, yeah. two per episode. Disney Disney pays me to bring them up every episode. Yeah, um, twice they they didn't they didn't specify if I'm supposed no, they to be... do clearly they will. Well, you would do anyway, it one million. Um, that checks in the mail. I'm, I've been told. <laughs> okay. Anyways, okay, yeah, yeah. Uh, Harper's it. Harper's out in the country. Mm-hmm. She pulls up to her lovely uh, English countryside estate. Um, she meets the eccentric owner, mm-hmm. Jeffrey, spelled yeah. with, spelled the dumbest way with a G. If your name, if you're, if you're listening to this and your name is Jeffrey with a G, go to the Go to the courthouse and change it right now. Yeah, we're we're done. We're we're not doing this, and that applies to Jeffrey Rush, as well. If you're I'm, if you're listening to this, and I know that you are, um, Jeffrey Rush, you have to change your name and you have to make a PSA telling everybody else this is we're stopping this nonsense. But nevertheless, Rory Kinnear plays Jeffrey with a G, who is the he uh, plays everybody. Well, well, yeah. That's but kind of the big reveal. That he, he's the introduction of Rory Kinnear, if that's how you say his last name, mm-hmm. is as the hostess of this Airbnb, who's kind of quirky and uh, strange. Yeah, weird country guy. Yeah, gives you kind of creepy vibes, but whatever. Um, yeah, and so we will. I guess we'll kind of. Well, I guess we don't have to get into. There's not much to spoil because I think the. Well, I guess the big spoiler is that. Well, we'll get to that in a second. I think the themes so, are, are probably are really what I want to talk about. All right, then, at some point, then we'll do a quick thing. But uh, so she's she's settling in. She decides to take. She she's enjoying you know the solitude. She does a little bit of work on her laptop. She's hanging out. She plays a little on the piano. She distinctly tells Jeffrey, the caretaker, that she can't play piano. And then we see her a few scenes later, uh, very competently playing the piano. And I don't. Did not explain why. I kind of was getting the gist that her, uh, or that she didn't want to be bothered, like yeah. Because I mean, it's that makes like sense. one of those things that like, oh, you play, you should play something for me. That's you know? a good point. Like, she, like her interactions were with Jeffrey, like, okay, I guess I'll do the tour with you. Okay, I guess I'll, yeah. you can give me all the rules and stuff. And then she's like, okay, I'll see you later. Like, peace. I, like, she's ready for alone time. I agree. I think that's you know? exactly what it was. She didn't want yeah, that question of, oh, can I hear you play a song? Yeah. Um, that's what I was thinking. I wasn't sure if that was it, but that's what I was thinking. Which is actually is a really kind of a good sign in a movie that it's yeah, like just that, subtle and like it's yeah. a subtle yeah. It's not hitting you over the head. Uh, she she's not sitting at the piano being like, "Thank God he's not here to hear this." It's not obvious, but it is like a human thing. We've all we've all had that interaction with somebody where we walk away being like, "They clearly just wanted me to leave." Yeah, that's fine. Um, I that probably have that. Often. I probably have that more than you do. Yeah. 
I don't know about that. Anyways. Nevertheless. I do play piano badly, and I will play for oh, yeah. anybody that wants to hear it. Oh, I play piano very poorly, too. Great. But I play it a lot. The comment section's about to fire off, dude. Yeah, fire off some comments. Fire. <laughs> if you're listening to this, type, comment. Come play, t- t- type in the comment section, come play piano for me at my house. You don't understand. I've gotten one comment ever, and it was from my was brother. Me? No, it was. Did you comment? I don't know. I, I think I liked yeah, one of your videos. I don't think you did. Yeah, I've gotten some likes, but the only comment ever I never responded to, but I do. It was my brother, and he was, was pointing just like, out. Go fuck yourself. No, no, no. He was actually. Oh, he it, was, nice. it was our Batman episode. Uh, we're, I was making oh, nice. fun of I was making fun of Zoe Kravitz putting on the Catwoman mask and licking milk. And, that is uh, pretty insane. Yeah, yeah. It, was, it was. It's a funny clip on that episode too, even yeah. with this bad audio. But my brother's comments, like, by the way, cats are lactose intolerant. That's like a myth that you're supposed to give milk to cats. I've been doing that for years. Yeah, don't do that. I Gatorade and milk. Oh yeah. Well, I don't know about Gatorade. I'm sure that's fine. But milk it's is apparently fine. really bad for him. Thanks. Uh, shout out. Shout really out, like Mike it. Tazo. Anyway. Sticking to sticking to the point. So cat facts from my from Mike Tazo. <laughs> sticking to the point, uh, Harper starts to just explore the area, hang out. She goes into a she goes know, on a walk. Yeah, she goes on a walk, abandoned tunnel kind of thing. You know, abandoned like underpass. You know, uh, and she's hanging out. She's shouting and listen hanging out with the echoes and singing some she's notes. vibing she's feeling yeah, good she's chilling she's like i'm in nature she you can tell the theme or the mood that i was gathering is like oh man she's really getting a release she's the, getting that, that kind of reprise of like man i'm glad i'm glad i did this you know kind of thing yeah the weekend in the country is working it's yeah working big it's, time it's, it's the exa- 14 minutes before the the shit kicks off yeah it's really, going you know? exactly how it's supposed to go until yeah. act two hits yeah um, and then, you know, as she's in the the thing shouting, uh, a man stands up. She sees the silhouette. Again, she's in a tunnel. Mm-hmm. So at the other end of the tunnel, she sees the silhouette of a man stand up, and he starts obviously walking towards her. And she's like, oh, shit, never mind. I'm going to just walk away. And then it becomes more aggressive, and he starts running towards her. And she's got a, she starts running. She's panicking. She's not 100% sure where she is. She gets a little lost. She eventually makes her way to like an open field and then back to her Airbnb. Um, unless I get paid a bunch of money, in which case you just heard me say VRBO. Uh, and then meanwhile, this guy is like naked and all covered in scars and whatever. And uh, uh, yeah, gross and following her. Well, and- the interesting thing about her, like the tunnel scene was the tunnel's open and she's down doing the echo thing. She, she gets scared, runs around, gets lost, somehow makes her way back to the tunnel and it's completely walled up. No, that's not... That's Is that not, not the same thing? No, she ran past... No, that was a different, like... That was a different tunnel. She ran past okay, her... Was, she, so this whole thing, this whole scene takes place... The reason there's these tunnels is because it's, like it's like a dried up riverbed. Okay. That's kind of what it is. And so... We see her make her uh, ingress into the riverbed through like this little path. Gotcha. It it, it is a, it's definitely a path, but it's it's not super obvious. And so she makes her way down, and then she walks south down the riverbed. When okay, she's, probably she's, not an yeah. detail. Anyway, oh, she she misses my, it. My, yeah. She misses it. She misses her path. Her egress. She misses her path back up, 
because she's unfamiliar and she's a, she's running past it panicking Panic. and yeah. then eventually she gets to another brick structure that's looks like a tunnel that's been blocked in but that wasn't the that wasn't like the same thing okay yeah it's not that supernatural um at least at that point i don't think because um, that to me i was thinking like oh fuck anything is possible now like i thought she then, had made her way back anyways yeah i don't want to yeah we can, we can move on yeah uh that's all right uh yeah so anyway later on she's panicked she's catching her breath she's back home thinks she's safe she looks out her window and this naked homeless dude covered in scars and open sores has followed her all the way to her residence mm-hmm. and she is panicking she locks all the doors calls the constabulary she calls the police you know whatever well, whatever that. The, she calls the bobbies they're in england yeah. so i don't even know what they're, they can't what even do called. and uh they come in and grab them at this point in the film we start to realize that the the two police that show up one of them's a man one's a woman and then we we finally get a good look at the face of this uh, uh of this assailant mm-hmm. they all kind of have jeffrey face yeah jeffrey. now they all kind of look like they all kind of look like Jeffrey. Yeah, I am watching this going like, yeah, I understand. Every British dude looks the same. That's what have... that was your thought. Yeah, I'm like, yeah, I get it. They're they're British all people. Yeah, it's British just British. people. Yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. Just, it's just the English, and and also I I'm feeling bad because like I'm already not, I'm not getting the full scope of this film that I should be because okay. I just don't feel I don't. They should have made these characters not British. They should have done this anywhere else in the world. Because I just don't feel sympathy for British people. <laughs> okay. I don't care. Because we beat them. and so Not you're like, even that. Okay. I mean, not even. It's just, I don't know. Your voice. Yeah. Fix it's the way, too cute. Fix the way you talk. It's too cute in country. Is that why? I don't know. It's not even. It's not. It's just something. It's like, ugh, I just don't care. This is, yeah. These are British people. What problems. about Harper's voice? Because Harper had like a really interesting. I actually loved her accent in this movie. Really? Um yeah, I really did. But it's like English, but kind of like, I don't know. It seemed very distinct English. I don't yeah. know. Uh, obviously, there's tons of different regions and dialects. Of yeah, there's a ton. But again, I'm just like. But her specifically, like, I thought was pretty charming. I'm just wondering, like, yeah, you're British. Like, who cares? Okay. You know, so, sorry, sorry, governor. You know, it sounds like you guys yeah. have your own problems to deal with. I'm in, I'm in America. I don't have time to be worrying about what you're going through. Yeah. You know, uh. Harry Potter lives in a closet. Good. <laughs> um, but at this point in the film, I am like really enjoying it. Especially, I, I do like this. What I are do you like enjoying this. about it? The pacing of it. I like daytime horror stuff. I thought Midsummer. Ooh, yeah, I yeah. thought Ari Aster's Midsummer was really good. Sure. And then the fact that the beginning of this movie was like creepy and weird, but broad daylight. She's going for a walk in the woods. Yeah. Broad daylight. Um, I I love that kind of thing. I love that, you know. I guess I, I guess it's a juxtaposition of yeah of our I didn't think about that, but yeah, our, our sunny atmosphere and our bright daytime atmosphere with these with these scary, uh, uh, poetically dark situations that we're finding ourselves in. Yeah. I think that kind of stuff is is fascinating, which is why Midsummer's great. 
which is why I've Midsummer. Seen it, but I believe oh, you. Midsummer is a great film. That's one of the few horror films I love, um, because of the whole thing. The whole thing happens in like Sweden in the daytime. It's crazy, and it's just and you don't like Swedish people either. I've heard you say. <laughs> yeah, well, that's because my ex girlfriend made me buy a bunch of shit at IKEA and build it. Yeah, so, that yeah. Makes sense. it's that's, it's on site. Of... It's on site, Sweden. Yeah. And you better you better not be from Finland because I don't know the difference. <laughs> so you you better back the fuck off as and well. And I don't want to know the difference. Yeah, Norway, Finland, I'm 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 coming for every single one of you because I don't know the difference. Yeah, let's create as many enemies as possible. Yeah, um, this is an anti-Scandinavia podcast. Slash Our only twenty-four listeners or whatever. Yeah. Um, except for the North Man, if you're in, if you're, if you're one be, of the, if you're, if you're in the North Man, buff dude, if, if you're in the North Man, you're cool. Yeah, watch that episode. Go back to the North Man episode. Uh, shout out Mauro Lopez, my co-host on that one. So everybody, we're ga- I gathered this from the trailer. It's already kind of like an obvious thing, but Rory yeah. Kinnear is playing all of the men. Yes. So and that is our. The- so now I guess we'll get into like spoilers. Right now we are we are we've seen that. Of the two male characters, other than her ex-husband, who we've seen in flashbacks, who yep. killed himself, um, every other male character we see is played by Rory Kinnear. Uh, it's obviously a different version. It's it's not they're not all named Jeffrey, but we have Jeffrey, the Airbnb host. We have open sore homeless man, homeless sprinter guy. We have uh, dis. Uh, we have disinterested police officer who's not taking yep. her. You know, not taking her seriously as we see later. Um, <clears throat> whatever. The cops come and arrest this guy. She's doing fine. She makes it. She lasts through the night. The next day, she walks to the other local tourist attraction. Attraction in old church or cathedral or whatever it is. Mm-hmm. This. What do you think of that scene of her walking around the church and hanging out and meeting? Uh, uh. before. Any, did, anything, it, did anything strike you before she meets the vicar or the the, the priest, or whatever he's called? Nothing particularly struck me. Um, okay. Although now I'm thinking, why are you still in this town? Why are you still at this place? Right, that feeling is kind of settling in, which I'm sure is designed. Yeah. Well, that's you know what you know. It's a horror movie. Yeah. That she doesn't. Yeah. She she true. thinks she thinks she had a weird afternoon with a weird guy. Yeah, at and this point, she calls her friend, and her friends, her friends, like you should leave, and she's like, no, yeah. I'm or here. her friend was like, let me come up there and hang out, and she should have yeah. said yes. Honestly, I mean, hold on, this is not. I I am, a dino- I am a dinosaur, okay. but this is not a victim blaming podcast. Uh, <laughs> she should not have said yes if she didn't want her friend to come up there. But it wasn't crazy to be like, you know what? Yeah, come hang out with me. You know that would have been a nice. It was a nice gesture from her friend. Sure, she. Uh, she's communicating then, with someone, so there's reason. She does have somebody in her life, yeah. That yeah, she's like. There's reason this in with. this movie, or because it's not just like insane. She's talking. She's communicating. She has correspondence with her friend. She's letting her know what's going on. And as an audience member, you're like, "This is a fucking horror movie." And her her correspondence with her friend is like, "No, this is reasonable. It's fine. It was just a homeless guy. I called the cops. Everything's fine. I'm going to stay." Yes, yeah. that's exactly yeah. it. Right. She, the main character. Harper almost grounds us in love because we're all shaken yeah. up by this yeah. crazy thing. But she's the one that explains back. to the audience, like, oh, 
you know, I, I saw a homeless guy on my walk and he kind of went, he kind of spazzed out and followed me and, and, but whatever, it's all over now. The cops have got him. Um, here's the thing that, here's the thing that I, I took a note. I took a note in, in, in the theater of, of this one scene. She goes into this church. It's empty. She doesn't see a man kind of walking around to the side, giving her the, giving her some distance. That's fine. Uh, but anyway, she sits down and she just kind of gets overwhelmed with emotion and she yep. starts like crying. Yeah. And and then wailing. her cries turn into wailing and like, uh, you know, weeping and wailing and stuff like that. And the music at this time uh, is ramping up in intensity and, and obviously getting very tense. Yep. And it, it she wails and she starts like she's sobbing loudly and she's wailing. And then the music matches pitch with her. And and then the whole horn oh, section has cool. there's this big crescendo of her voice and then the entire orchestra like yeah. exploding together in this wail. It's incredible sound design from um, whoever this composer is and and whoever was like the sound editor to match these things up. It worked so well uh, that her voice gets drowned out by an orchestra playing the same note. It was that was a beautiful beautiful moment. Yeah, um, I thought. that's awesome. So, after that, um, you know, she has that cathartic release moment. She kind of steps outside, runs into a young man, yes. a child, who's uh, not being chill. Yeah. Creepy mask, little boy is behind the mask. Obviously. Oh, that's right. I, for, right. I, for, I forgot that he had a plastic, like, blonde Clown, woman mask on. Something, or, yeah, some kind of mask. Um, very, very weird. And you're like, oh, what the fuck is about to go down here? And he's like, kind of being a little cocksucker. And then he takes off the mask and then you see, you know, some whatever fucking CGI deep fake of Roy Kinnear's face on him. Boy. Yeah, that was probably the only time in the movie I was kind of taken outside the movie just because it wasn't 100% probably a good deep fake. It was you know? very bad. It, it was bad. It wasn't CGI. great. It yeah, was a bad. It wasn't great. Yeah, so again, we're now it's now it's clear that they are really driving home the fact that every they're driving home the fact that every man in this town is Roy Kinnear. Obviously mm-hmm. playing on the overall or they're now playing on the theme or or driving at the theme that all men are the same. That's the theme. That's that has what, to, that has to be the theme. That's what we're learning from this yeah. film is that yeah, all yeah. men are the same. Sure. Um, whether it's the kindly yet eccentric, uh, you know, Airbnb host or a disaffected police officer or a psychopathic, you know, homeless guy or a little boy who's just being rude to a yeah. woman. And she doesn't acknowledge that all the people look alike, but no, the audience is acknowledging that, oh, all these men are the same or all yeah. these male figures are the same person. You right. Know? It's for us. It's not right. Yeah, she doesn't, she's, she doesn't acknowledge it at all, at, at all. Harper does not acknowledge this Yeah, or notice it. So that's our, you know, <clears throat> that's our, that's our theme. Yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, men are all the same. <laughs> oh, you men Ew. are all the same. Yeah, yeah. The same theme I imagine they had in the I don't know the Sex in the City movie. I don't know what that I don't know what they're about, but I imagine those women are sitting around being like, 
men are all the same and all you have to do is blah 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 they blah. never put the toilet seat down yeah exactly stuff like that yeah that would have been funny that would have been that would have been funnier as like a supposed horror movie of it's just a bunch of she's she's just in a bunch of public restrooms and dudes never put the toilet seat down she's and like then, men are the same yeah every then walking out of like cinemark every woman is like crying and like shaken up because of how terrible it was and every dude doesn't understand the film what's the big deal and then every woman is every women are just huddling in the lobby of their of their cineplex being like oh my god that was so terrifying <laughs> fuck this that was scary but somehow just to move a little forward i guess that isn't like the only theme that's like that's the kind of shallow um, kind of cheesy theme if sure. we're being honest it's a little yeah. cheesy well uh, also that like in a way to a guy wrote like kind of directed the movie too like a guy did so in my head yeah. when i found that out i was like shouldn't like a woman write this movie if it's like a if you i mean so what you are uh getting at the point you're getting at is actually a very common criticism, criticism. i've, I've sure. seen of this film it's maybe maybe by... it's obvious criticism Maybe I, not even – I'm not even really criticizing that too right. much, but it's just like kind of obvious and just right there. Well, that's – if you – that's a thing of uh, – I, again, I've seen that a lot from – I don't know. I, I've seen that a lot uh, as a as a person who's on Twitter, which, by the way, I, we should all not be there. It sucks. You interact with the worst people. Um, and those people say, you know, oh, this movie's so sexist, like – uh, it you know it's a it's just a a man doing his perspective of what he thinks it's like to be a a woman. It's like I don't know she's not a regular woman. This is a woman going through like a tough time. You know sure. it, it, it it's not about women. It's about this lady who's having a you know having a week. That's why it's the that's why it's the horror movie. Yeah, I don't think she is. I don't think she's indicative of all women. I mean, she took the role, right? I mean, well, it's not like, yeah, it's, you know. And all the men, played by Rory Kinnear, I, are, I mean, obviously, they're supposed to be indicative of, of all men. But, uh, I don't know. I don't know. I, I, I dismiss anybody with the accusations that this should have been directed or this part should have been played by... Sure somebody else because they fit that demographic and that's more important to you um i don't believe in any of that sure 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 if you believe in like if you if you're a person who believes in humanity and like that humans have anything in common with each other then you would easily recognize that that uh yeah it's totally fine you know it, we can be empathetic, you know, people can be empathetic and understand what someone else's is going, what someone else is going through. Yeah. And then act on that. Um, so I don't know. I hate that criticism. I think it's such a baby. It's too, e it's maybe too easy, but it was kind of, it did cross my mind. It did cross my mind a little bit. Almost as like a virtue, virtue, what do they call it? Virtue signaling Signal. or whatever. Yeah. yeah. Like uh, from yeah. maybe the director, like how cool is it that I wrote a movie about, you know, like men are bad. Oh, that's funny. Yeah. I don't know. I you know what? That's very possible. I don't know anything about this guy. You know what? 
Well, I don't props. either. And honestly, if Alex Garland wrote this movie to get pussy, <laughs> props, dude. That's one, the ultimate man 1, move. Thousand percent. If just just be a dude that makes these kind of movies, like art, you know, to to get you know NYU art art girls to fuck you, yeah. Because you're like you know you're I'm writing I'm doing feminist horror dramas about you know he out evil men are. If you can get some girl with a fucking back tattoo and a, a thick ass ear piercing to suck your dick out of it, fucking go ahead, man. All mm. all power to you. That I respect a hundred times more than taking the shit seriously. Yeah. Well, uh, I mean, and there's other themes too in the movie. Obviously, that's not that's you know like we're saying that's like maybe one of the more shallow themes because um, there's like sort of a pattern. You know, she's kind of meeting other people too in the town that are also uh, Roy Kinnear. Yeah, the bar. Uh, well, he, let's let's talk back. About let's talk about before we get to the bar, and and where sure. the bartender is Roy Kinnear, and then the two guys playing cards in the corner. Background actors are also Roy Kinnear. Before we yeah. get to that part, let's talk about the let's talk about her interaction with the vicar. Uh, is that the minister? Yeah, that's the priest uh, or yeah, whatever. Yeah. I, you know, they call him vicar in England. Yeah, I don't think he's a priest because he's not catholic he's probably episcopalian because it's england um um but so he's a pastor whatever it is he's a minister figure yeah yeah that's funny i mean not funny but that's you know that's the very nail on the head kind of thing to be like she's going you know um she's she opens up to him he he starts off as a sympathetic figure and she opens Electable up to him. guy yeah well you don't even know that much but you ass- I assume he, like, he gets he gets a free pass right off the bat because sure. of the fucking caller, and mm-hmm. you know he's calling her, you know, my daughter or whatever, you know, he's my yeah. my child, you know. Please, I heard you screaming in the church, you know. I didn't want to intrude upon your moment, but um, if you'd like to talk to me, I'm 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 glad to help. Uh, and you know, you get a lot of you get a lot of upfront points for wearing the fucking priest costume. Yep. So they sit down together. And start talking. He and it quickly and they just turns start to making out. Yeah, and and then and then they're just in the they're, they're just, just in the rectory, just banging. Her face is in a pile of vestments oh, and rosary beads. Sorry, I no, that that's thing. not what happens, folks. That's Sorry, happens, Jimmy and I watched uh, a different cut of the movie. Yeah. Um. Anyway, they <laughs> the conversation starts to seemingly go well. Maybe like well, again, he... it starts off fine. Yeah. And then it it she's telling him about her recent troubles. Yeah, my husband my husband killed himself. Blah blah blah. Um, and I've just been feeling torn up because we were in the middle of a fight and all this kind of stuff. And even though we said some horrible things to each other, it's certainly not my fault that he did that. But he goes, "Well, it is a little bit of your fault." It, well, like- it's specifically that uh, he hit her. There's a flashback of him hitting her, right? Oh yeah, that's right. And he's and the he priest figure is saying, "Well, did you give him a chance to apologize?" You know, yeah, he, he hits her. This is all spoilers, by the way, folks. Yeah, yeah. He hits her, um, and then she kicks him out of the house, out of the apartment. He's like, "Fuck, you know, this is crazy. You've never done this. this is insane." And she was right to do all this. And then she's looking out her window while she's crying, and her nose is bleeding, and her eyes all you know busted up or whatever. And then she sees him falling in front of her. Yeah. Which is like a well done scene. It, I wish the trailer hadn't shown us that. Yeah, because the trailer showed us him, them making eye contact as he's falling through the sky. 
mm. um, which I didn't care for. That could have been a cool reveal in the film. Yeah, like, trailers that could have been, are, that could have been a fun are, early reveal. Yeah. Trailers are spoiling too much. I have a whole thing about this on another episode you and I are soon to record. Sure. About how the trailer ruined that movie, fucking top to bottom. But yeah, this one it I uh I didn't I didn't pre I. I don't think the trailer did the film justice by showing us that moment. Nevertheless, um, anyway, Priest is like, you didn't give him a chance to apologize. Priest is like, uh, you know, you're in the wrong. Do you think you, you you think you drove him to suicide? Yeah. That's what he's implying. Pretty much. Well, no, he says it outright. Yeah. He's like, you must think you drove him to it, but she, is very reasonable, and she goes, "No, that never crossed my mind for a second. She's yeah. modern. It's almost that's the thing is she's twenty first century, and every dude is like nineteenth century almost. Uh, that's how that's the disparity uh, between these sure. men characters. You know, yeah, men, no, you're right. The priest is like, you know, you must have driven into it, and she goes, you must feel like you drove him to it, and she's like, the fuck, no, I I don't feel that way at all." Yes. Um, that never crossed my mind until you said that dinosaur shit that nobody would even think now. Yes. So that's uh, which again, that's an easy way to make this dude obviously quickly a bad guy. It doesn't help that he already has Jeffrey's face. Yeah. Um, and we're you know we're getting that theme pretty big. So I don't know. Um. And anyway, after that, she goes to the bar. Everybody's the same. At the bar, she finds out the the police let the homeless guy go, mm-hmm. and that's what really freaks that's what really freaks her out. Yeah, again, reasonable. Everybody's being pretty reasonable. I understand why she's uncomfortable, but the the police officer with with Jeffrey's face, Roy Kinnear's face, is going, "Well, ma'am, he was pretty docile when we arrested him." I mean, we understand he followed you back, or you think he followed you. We yeah. understand he was in your yard when he wasn't supposed to be. That's all we saw. Yeah, we yeah. didn't. We didn't see him follow you through the woods like he says, like you say he did. Yeah, he's crazy. He might. He's. He might not have even seen you. We have no way of knowing that he just followed you. All we see is that he was just hanging out in your yard, which obviously he's not supposed to do. We agree sure. with you on that. But he was pretty calm and out of his mind. We handcuffed him, took him away, but we can't throw him in. Can't throw him in the fucking gulag. Like, what are we supposed to do with him? Sure, you... he's kind of a cock about it, though. I think. I think the point is yeah. that, like, the the woman is to blame because she's a woman. Because even his like, well, right. This, this particular moment is that we don't take the concerns of women seriously. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's and, the that's the criticism there. Is sure. that a woman says this guy's been following me? He or there's saw me here. He saw me there, and then he came to my house. And the police officer's like, "Look, he was out of his mind. I'm not even sure he saw you at all." That's yeah. how that's how crazy this guy is. You probably don't have to worry. He minimized again. I don't think he's being unreasonable by thinking that, but the idea, the core concept, is that. People in power, men don't take the concerns of women seriously. Sure. Yeah, yeah. Um, and you know, I don't know if that's true. I've heard women say that, but I haven't really been paying attention, so I don't know. You I'm know, sure it's true. I'm sure I'm, it's true. No, I'm kidding. I, uh, I, that was a joke. I take the concerns of women seriously. Yeah. 
when they when women say you concern me yeah i know i say i take that seriously when people yeah when people say i'm very concerned about the way you talk about yourself yeah. i was like i'm i take that i'm taking you seriously i'm taking you seriously right now yeah okay <laughs> so that becomes obvious so that's, another, that's a theme again the whole theme is just yeah you men know bad men versus women Men versus, yeah, kind of, yeah. Men versus women. It's the it's the age old. That's the other thing is, you know, I don't think there's a solution to that. That's how much of a, not a dinosaur I am. Although I've, you know, it's like, are we gonna solve? Are are men and women ever gonna think the same way? Are we supposed to? I don't think that's like a. I don't think that. While we can definitely strive for more empathetic. relations between uh between those two groups i don't think we're ever getting to a point where men and women universally agree on things yeah that yeah that is that the goal if that's the goal director alex garland i mean if if that's his motto then he definitely made this movie for pussy because there's no way you can actually think that I mean, uh, it seemed just like a hard uh, exposure of maybe how women often aren't maybe taking seriously. Possibly, maybe that was the intent of it. I mean, there's no real clear. Yeah, well, it's uh, clearly what it's what it's about. And yeah, again, I don't think that's. I, I'm and I'm I'm joking. I'm you know sure this sure, is sure, a, sure this is a silly podcast, folks. But I don't I don't think that it's. Uh, yeah, I think it's. I th- I thought it was a. I thought it was a good movie. I think it's a good movie. I I liked it. And it was interesting, especially the first three quarters of it. We're about to get into the last act, which I or the last quarter, which I I personally didn't like or understand. But I also haven't talked I, through it yet. I have. I don't understand it either. But, okay. Uh, yeah, I haven't. Please. Maybe I'll. Maybe I'll have a revelation as you and I like. Talk it was it. it was the first movie i hope so i hope i do too it was one of the first movies in a while where i was like i think i gotta look some stuff up because i don't really understand what the fuck was going on at the end like yeah. i, I kind of listened to honestly some some uh some feedback or some just maybe some opinions or ideas you know and i don't really like that in a movie personally i'm not really an open-ended type of uh guy when it comes to like expression and art and expression sometimes mm-hmm. Because uh, it was just genu- genuinely abstract at the end, and I mean there were some things that were pretty obvious, but yeah, let's see. Let's. Yeah. I'm a fan. Say. I do like open ended stuff. I do like, especially stuff that's like, what happened? Yeah, do we. You get to speculate. I I I genuinely like that when they leave it up to the audience. Cool. Let me yeah. decide. Let me decide what happened. Yeah. Um. Anyway, so after after her count the bar she goes back to her airbnb uh she's having a rough time she finally agrees to let her friend come her friends you know they're on facetime the friend's like let me come hang out also part of the spectralness the one like kind of supernatural artifact in this whole film is that every time she's on facetime with her lady friend ah yeah it's uh, the screen is like bubbling or whatever and it and it's a it's a man it's an angry man. It's a scary image. Yeah, yeah. scary. It's it's mean man. Scary face is uh kind of popping up. You know, interspersed throughout yeah. her conversation. Um, that's weird. 
But I don't know what that was supposed to be. That's not the only. I said that's the only supernatural fact. I apologize. We're about to get into nothing but weird supernatural stuff. Yeah. Um. So before we get to that, uh, one thing that I really really love as far as the thing that made the the priest or the the vicar most creepy, even more so than his uh you know sexist and condescending tone that he took with this woman while she's trying to explain her problems. Mm-hmm. The worst thing about him is the way he put on chapstick. <laughs> That's a clear sign that he's a piece of shit. Psychopath. Folks. Yeah. Creepy chapstick application. This guy is garbage. Yeah, yeah. This priest is a goddamn asshole. I think uh, I blocked that out of my out of my uh, memory. Yeah, no, it's, I took the I took the note yeah, down because the just, second I saw him put chapstick on in a you're, you're just furiously in a, writing in the in theater. a disgusting chapstick way. scene. Yeah, I wrote I wrote creepy chapstick. That's all I have. Yeah, um, and so, you're just fixated on that for yeah, the rest of the movie. That's the that's the worst thing about him. Yeah, telling a grieving widow that she drove her husband to suicide is number two on things I don't <laughs> like about this man. <laughs> yeah. Real piece of shit. 100 percent Maybe men are all the same. Maybe we don't take the concerns of women seriously. <laughs> oh God. Now we now here's our realization moment. We're like, wait a minute. This is a look, folks, this is, is a this podcast of self discovery. Yeah. This is In everybody knows everybody knows this is a self discovery podcast. Um so before we before we move on, um they, here's another theme that's like that I wrote down is uh you know obviously what if men were all the same, what if none of the men in power took the concerns of women seriously? Sure. Uh, here's the other theme is what if a woman was hot? <laughs> what if what if a woman was so hot that just every man in town went crazy and had to if, had to oh shit, be I'm weird attracted her. to her. Yeah, I what gotta if, be insane now. What if a woman was so hot, parentheses by English standards, in parentheses, <laughs> yeah. that every is, man in the village had to just go nuts and, and is she an English ten? Yeah, she's an oh, she's an England ten. Yeah, <laughs> lady, stay in England or move to fucking Saudi Arabia or something. I don't know, but don't come yeah. to don't come to L.A. because. That number's no one's going to take your concerns seriously in LA. Yeah, you're an English ten, and nobody cares what you have to say. <laughs> Do not come to America because you're in deep shit. You're in deep. That's shit. very mean. <laughs> oh, you think everybody looks the same in England? I feel bad. I feel bad at how mean that was, but that's so. We funny. said it. There's a levity because the next. It's le- it's part funny. Of this shit um, gets look, pretty, pretty wild. Yeah, I I I could never get an English ten in a million years. So that's well, uh, I can't. I can't wait to get into the next part because right, let's get into it. You lead us there because I'm I'm, I'm gonna, gonna lead keep... I'm gonna lead us there because I've been waiting to tell you this. Uh, so some shit's going down. She she goes home from the bar, and shit seems to. I don't want to get into every specific detail, but just chaos ensues. Essentially, all these men from the town are trying to get in. This is big spoilers, folks. Um, and big spoilers. Oh, which is why Before, it's like if you haven't. Seen that, well, I guess we'll do it at the end, but. Do you recommend this movie? Should people see this movie? Are you thumbs up, thumbs down? How do you want to talk? I think I'm thumbs up. I'm mostly thumbs up on this movie. So yeah. if, if it if it's peak, if the trailer has piqued your interest, 
uh, I would say go see it. Uh, there are some very grotesque things that happen in this movie. The end of the movie. Very, yeah, very, yeah. very grotesque. But so if you're queasy, uh, maybe don't watch it. Queasy is a good word. Here's yeah. what I'm going to say. I like the movie. I'm not a big fan of horror stuff. Sure. I probably won't like, watch tasteful. it again. I'm not a big – I'm not going to advocate for this movie. Yeah. But it's an hour 40 runtime. Yeah, which, it's reasonable. Which I love. Yeah. I'm a big fan of – I believe that every movie should fit on a single VHS except for The Godfather, which should have two. Yeah. But movies are too long. This one's an hour 40, which is 10 minutes away. It's 10 minutes too long. The perfect runtime is 90 minutes. But hour forty is is in this day and age, I'll I'll take it. It it's, felt great. It's it felt worth, like a good amount of time. It felt perfect. It, yeah, it's it was very perfect. well structured, very well paced. I absolutely I like it. Absolutely. It's if you're a horror fan of any kind, absolutely go watch this. If you're into like gender studies or gender relations or any of that kind of you know, if you're a girl, yeah. you'll like it. <laughs> if you if you hate men. If you despise men and want to hate them more, uh, you should watch this movie. I, am... I kind of already hate men, but I love falling in love with certain men. What? And that, you... Just go back to yeah, our Joaquin like... Phoenix talk at the beginning. We're going back to our Joaquin Phoenix talks. Joaquin That's Fe why you love, love Joaquin Phoenix. Is I love him. You're in love with yeah. them? Yeah. Okay. I love guys well, that are distinct. I'm going to cut that. Clip gonna... it. I love guys. That shit. I love I, men. Yeah. I love men, not the movie. There we go. I got I got I got to. <laughs> I got a solid clip that I can cut. And, Play it, uh, baby. Um, anyway, so we're we're at we're at the anyway. Yeah, what if a woman was hot and every man in the town went insane? Um, so now we're at the final act. It's it's chaos, ladies and gentlemen. Yes, yes. She's run over her her landlord or her her Airbnb host. He's not dead. The 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 homeless guy is attacking. He yep. turns into the you know uh, what's the now we get into the really gory horror stuff. Yes, which for a time here's a here's a I I don't know if it's a criticism, but here's a uh something I noticed about the film is sure. that the it goes from being very it, we have at the beginning of this whole ending scene it's very scary and and very intense and then it becomes very slow and kind of weird and gross but not scary at all anymore at the or very not, end? not not in a not intended to be scary like what part so are you talking about when when the guy's reaching his hand through the uh uh, the, the mail slot, slot, and she stabs him in the forearm, and then and he fucking cuts just... all. And he pulls his he pulls his hand out and cuts all the way through his hand. Yep, it's still scary and frightening, and like there's there's all these fast paced scenes of that. Yes. So um, at that moment, that's what I was waiting for. At that very moment that you're talking about, there was it was me, uh, a friend of mine, and two other people in the theater only those two people walked out really absolutely all right like at that part the other people were like fuck this and they walked the fuck out like very quickly okay so to me that's good a gauge Alex garland good for you director for making uh, he, something he, fucked up. 
it was pretty fucked up. I mean, I don't watch a lot of horror, but it was pretty like, oh, this is very uncomfortable. And it gets that was just the beginning. I mean, that was just like a taste because at this point, there's no apologies. There's no reason. There's no there's that moment in horror where you're like, yeah. nothing matters. There's no bringing you back to ground. Like shit's just about to hit the fan. That's exactly just, that's exactly yeah. correct. Yeah. Uh, so and after that, they the the guy gets in the house. Every version she sees, she she sees Jeffrey again. She sees the police officer again. Yeah. They they are all cut down the middle of their forearm. Yeah. Uh, because again, she cuts one of them. She cuts them all because they're all the same. Um, and so she. It's also the same injury that her, um, possibly suicidal ex or deceased ex had. That his injuries are matching the themes of all the injuries of these men. Right? Did Wait, you notice what? that? No. What yeah. happened? What happened to his forearm? Oh, dude. Okay, so when he, he fell. He punched her in the face too hard and it. <laughs> oh. Remember? So the spiked. So maybe you had missed that. But the no, spike. You landed right. on the spikes and the ar- his arm was cut in two. So, and during the. Pre- we're skipping a little bit ahead. The pregnancy scene where they keep breaking their right leg. His right foot was broken from the jump. So. So all of their injuries are matching the same injuries that her deceased uh, husband had. You know what? I want to say that I understood that, but I don't know if I did at the moment. If I did, I forgot about it. Sure. I'm going to say I didn't get that, but you're absolutely right. So he jumps off the balcony above their apartment, and his hand lands on on a, a spike. What kind of what kind of gate is that? It's just like the, a fence or something. It's, or the, just, it's the black metal. Like there's a word for the it. Spear. It's the black you know, metal fence where every every fence post is a is a spear. For some um, reason. Yeah. It. I, I. It's in New England and regular England. I can't remember what it's called, but anyway. Yeah. Um, that's a great point. That he fucked up his hand on that thing, and then now. These other men are doing are have that same thing, the scene where. The scene where one of the one of the Rory Kinnears is trying to choke her to death, uh-huh. and he has his split up, Ugh. gross hand around Ugh. her throat. Yeah, it's gross. That is, I you know I don't know what it means clearly because I just found out two seconds ago. Yeah, but that was a great creepy effect. Yeah, it was that, creepy. That was an yeah. incredible creepy effect of like that looked good. That definitely made me feel weird and bad. That yeah. was awesome. So, oh yeah, um, that was yeah. that was really good. <clears throat> um, but yeah, then after that, she escapes that situation, and after that, each of these men start like they fall down, their stomachs start expanding, and then they birth another version of that same man <laughs> out of their. And yeah, I wrote I wrote the word mussy. Yeah. <laughs> That's a good word for it. I, I, I mean, it's I, grosser than their, that. Somehow, it's man. grosser than that word. Like what's happening yeah, on screen? It's disgusting. But there's, that's. But that's. It's almost point. like backwards human centipede. Like there's birth, and then the man is giving birth, and then that mm-hmm. man is giving birth, and each time it's more grotesque and weird and strange, yeah. right? Um, but at that point, here's the thing about that: is sure. that's the point where it's the film stopped being. I felt all the tension in the film was gone at that point. Okay. The the idea of like, is she gonna die? Is she gonna get attacked? 
that uh, you know is somebody going to jump out and kill her yeah that tension was gone now it's just weird which is fine Very weird. it's good but yeah. but all but all the tension was was resolved well before the the end of the film so i don't know if this scene did what it was supposed to do because i don't I was, know what it means i i took i took my sigh of relief yeah when when the first guy when the first man gave birth sure out of his asshole or whatever that was yeah mussy uh man pussy i i yeah. that was a sigh of relief because then it was slow these guys keep falling down He's given birth to another creep. He walks for two feet. He falls down. And gives another, gives birth again. Yeah, it happens three times, which is four too many. times. It happens four times. I think it's I think it's four guys giving birth to. Th I I think it's because the fourth one is James. Right. The fourth one. The fourth. Yeah, that's true. The fourth birth was yeah. was, was James again. Her husband, her deceased husband, and now she's having another conversation with him about nothing it's not even like an impact an impactful conversation yeah i mean he's still kind of blaming her basically she's still being blamed mm -hmm. after everything for being a woman pretty much is what i was gathering the gist of it okay. uh and then she's still like go fuck yourself like she's still being this is not my fault like to kind of take in that stance i feel like yeah oh no because he he said i want your love i'm doing this because i want your love right uh -huh. Or something, something to that degree, um, which is just kind of fucked up and weird and strange and like. Yeah, uh, that's a you know. I would being I, crazy. I, I would have liked a little more, maybe a little more backstory on what her marital problems with with James were. Yeah, just to not because not because I don't believe her. <laughs> But just because I would have liked to have seen like what was the problem? Obviously sure. the problem. Obviously once well, he's insane. Well, yeah. Once you're breaking up and he's threatening to kill himself and then he hits you, what? That's obviously you're so far gone at that point. Yeah. I, I I don't. She's right to leave him, and she's right to not blame herself for him killing himself. Um, obviously. It still doesn't. Even but I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't mind seeing like because we just see the the first fight we see is he. She's going. I'm tired of this. Divorce. You know, I want yeah. the divorce, and he's like, he's like, I know you keep saying that, but let's let's not do that. But I wouldn't mind a little bit of like, you know what? The same thing I said in Everything Everywhere All at Once. Yeah. I would like. I want more of the actual before it turns into a creepy space adventure. Mm. I want the real life. Sure. I don't, you know, a, a a story about a man and a why woman. Why do why do we not like this guy? Yeah. Yeah. What's yeah. you know? What's the problem? What what led to that? I kind of yeah. want to know. Sure. Um, not you know, not that it not that it detracts from how rough how shitty this woman's weekend is, but I I would have liked to know that. But anyway, there was no more surprises or chaos or like the there nothing was fast once at once the bad guy started giving birth. Um. Anyway, so then the last thing we see is her friend finally arrives. Mm -hmm. You know, sees the wreckage and the chaos. Yeah, and that's which kind of solidifies. Oh, this all happened. Well, exactly. That's what's that's what's curious about it. Yeah, because the friend shows up and sees the blood, and we're like, "What actually happened? Who all got killed?" Because there's no way. I mean. 
Yeah, that's so funny. I'm about to dismiss. I'm about. I'm about to not believe this woman. There's no way three dudes gave consecutive birth to each other and then your yeah. husband showed up. That's so. Who's that would actu- be hard to convince your friend. Who's actually dead? Whose blood yeah. is this really? Because it's definitely uh-huh. not James's. It's definitely not uh, the birth male son of man Jeffrey. Like, yeah, it's, it's none of that. So who's actually dead? Maybe she went crazy and ran over Jeffrey in his car and dragged him inside and cut him up. Uh, yeah, that's what I was like. Okay, well, I thought the pr- the the proof of her friend showing up and seeing the wreckage to me was like, oh, this wasn't a psychotic episode. Uh, yeah, <laughs> this maybe this happened, and I don't know how that is solidified in reality. Yeah, in our reality. Right. But we're we don't we don't we're not getting given any answers. And I don't like that so much. Uh, well, it's but, yeah, I would like to know. It's a little too because then that just means like, oh, this was a scary movie. This was just a jumper at the end, because um, before the, the the final act, I was like very intrigued. I'm like, where is this going? What is yeah. this? Mean? You know, and then it was just like, oh, it's just insane at the end. Yeah, I agree. I don't I didn't love I didn't love the final act. Yeah. Um. I did like you know the the naked homeless guy at some point he shows up and he's wearing like a a, a weird crown of like leaves and branches, yeah. which True Detective season one vibes. Yeah. So that was that was a cool visual, I guess. Um, but yeah, I just I didn't know. I don't a hundred percent know what like at the end of the movie what message they're trying to get. Obviously, the message of all men are the same. And men don't take the concerns of women seriously. Um, obviously, those came across. Yeah, but pretty clear. At the ending, I don't know what we're supposed to hear. Because part of me thinks it's like, well, maybe none of this happened. And her friend is walking into like a bloodbath that she our did. main character performed. Sure. And I mean, it uh, doesn't not say that. That's you bad. Know. I mean, not to put the blame. We, that would be weird we, of Alex, to, the director, to put the blame on the woman. Are, yeah, and be like, she's well, just crazy. Are we you thinking know? that because weird <laughs> sex is like? Right. Why are all these? Why? Are, why is there all these dead bodies all around that clearly well, don't have the same face? And it's just like, oh, because this woman went nuts on her fucking vacation and killed a bunch of people. There was a theory, like Amanda Knox. <laughs> there was a theory that just I'd, kidding. I'd, I'd Amanda heard Knox is innocent. Like, a theme that could have been applied to this movie and we could. Yeah. Do we need to? Well, we're not going to find out because we have less than a minute before zoom cuts us off. So (laughs) Jimmy, give me your plugs. Uh, Sleepy cowboy TX at bad thrillers TX and at danger junior PR for uh, comedy and music shit. All of those on Instagram. I'm Nick Tazo at Nick Tazo drums. Thank you so much. This is another episode of let's get trashed. Uh, Like, subscribe, leave a comment, Comment. send all the shit everywhere, please. Thank you very much. I love all you guys. Thank you, Jimmy. I love you very much for helping me out with all these shows, man. I appreciate it. Having a good time. Thanks, man.